From the Talking Disney Studios in Cheyenne, Wyoming, Logan, Utah, and Las Vegas, Nevada, this is the Talking Disney Podcast. To all who come to this happy place, welcome. And here are your hosts. I'm Jason. And I'm Cody. And I'm James. And welcome to episode 87 of the Talking Disney Podcast. I'm your host, Jason. And once again, I'm here with my co-hosts, Cody and James. What is going on, guys? What's going on? hey <laughs> <laughs> Not much. How are you guys doing? Good. This lovely Saturday night. I'm doing good. Yeah, we're we're kind of... California, so... Oh yeah, we'll talk about that here in a minute. Uh, we're kind of bummed because we we shouldn't we shouldn't have been here to record. We were supposed to go camping this weekend, but it was a little it's windy, really windy, and it's gonna rain. Uh, we didn't really want to tow the trailer out in those conditions. So unfortunately, right. Marsha's probably a little more bummed than me because it was supposed to be her Mother's Day camping trip. Uh, uh, I mean, if it was up to her. If it's up to her, we'd be out camping every weekend. So you can pitch a tent in the backyard and let her sleep outside no. if that's really what she wants. <laughs> We're too old for tents. We don't do that no more. Happy Mother's Day. <laughs> uh, so, so yeah, we shouldn't be recording tonight, but here we are recording episode eighty-seven. We get to talk about some stuff. Um, it is Mother's Day tomorrow, so happy Mother's Day to the mothers out there. It's already Mother's Day. Where my sister's at in Japan. I texted her a little while ago. So happy Mother's Day. Happy Mother's Day. Make sure you call your mom, Cody. Indeed. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Indeed. So she doesn't listen, so she won't know that I reminded you. (laughs) I talked to her like three times this week, but I'll I'll have to call her again tomorrow. You can't say, hey, Artie. Yeah. Yeah, it's a good thing she doesn't listen to this thing. (laughs) I can't not call her. So regardless of how many times I've already talked to her this week, I, I, I will be calling her again tomorrow to express my my love. That is a good idea. Yeah. All right. Well, let's get started. Yeah, I got nothing else. Uh, You guys want to get started with uh, James's story? Uh, We can start the timer here. He's got three minutes to talk about his. Three Trip. minutes. Welcome yeah. to another episode of James's Adventures at Disney. <laughs> <laughs> Three minutes. Uh, I think that's easy. There's not much to tell. We went down no. Star Wars night, May the 4th. Uh, we're recording tonight, what, May the 7th? So we were down there. We drove down there on the 4th. <laughs> sorry, sorry, sorry. Darth Vader has joined us for the recording. <laughs> Followed me home. So we had these tickets since uh, 2020. I think we actually bought them in 2019, maybe. I don't know. It was scheduled for August of 2020. Obviously, mm. COVID took care of that, and they rescheduled them. So we were able to uh, transfer our tickets over, and we went for May 4th. And it was it was cool. It was a great event. I haven't been to one. I don't know if they've had a Star Wars after dark event before. Um, but if they have, it doesn't matter. I haven't been to one if they have. Um, and it was cool. It was pretty neat. There was a lot of, uh, photo ops there that you don't normally see. 
Um, a lot of things going on, special fireworks show, which if you follow our Facebook page, you might have had a chance to see. I, I, I broadcast it live. So generously uh, broadcasted by I, by Jellyfish James? <laughs> yeah. I actually wasn't planning on broadcasting it. I brought my GoPro and I was going to try to record using that. But I did a live and then Cody said, I'm here for the show. I was like, you know what? I'm going to just record it nice. live. We'll just do the whole thing here. So <laughs> sorry, sorry for squashing your plans. No, no, it's fine. I actually recorded it with a GoPro also. So I just had oh, both nice. hands up, like, you know, recording. And it was uh, it was good, but the fireworks show was awesome. It was um, awesome. Yeah, it was really cool. cool. To see I think that was probably the 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 best part of the night. It was awesome seeing everybody in their uh, different costumes and stuff. Uh, I should have brought some Jedi robes myself, but I didn't. But next year, next year James to... is bringing his bathrobe. Yes, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> so not we, the gold bikini. <laughs> no, not the gold bikini. I'll bring okay. the bathrobe. Everyone will be asking why I'm carrying a rubber ducky with me. <laughs> but no, it was cool. It was a really good experience. Uh, we had a lot of fun. It was open from, uh, the event was from nine to one. So it went real late. Um, and then we went into the parks Thursday also and Friday, um, just kind of hung out and relaxed and then just kind of, uh, made our way home today. So it was a cool trip. It was a lot of fun. It was just Teresa and I. And, and actually, my friend, uh, Jen, he was down there with his family. So uh, I got a picture with his boys. They dressed up like, uh, you know, a couple bounty hunters, the Mandalorian and, and one of the others. And they did a really great job on their costumes. So I'll have That's to show cool. you guys the picture later. But That's cool. yeah, it was cool. It was a lot of fun. Yeah, I think so I would have been more. Under three minutes. <laughs> <laughs> I think I definitely would have been more interested in attending this one over the sweethearts night if you know if i were close enough where i could pick and choose or just go to more of them i think i think the main reason we even went to sweethearts night is because we we're gonna be there then anyways and so it was like well when in rome yep yeah this one was would have been tough normally to i mean i went because i had bought the tickets already so i was trying to figure out any way to do it but you know, they had it on Tuesday and thir- Tuesday and Wednesday of this week. They had it on the third and the fourth, and then they have it again on the twenty seventh in a couple weeks. Uh, the third is tough because it's Tuesday, and I was just at the river. You know, we did a river rafting trip last yeah. week. The fourth Wednesday was still hard, but I was like, I got to use my tickets. And mm-hmm. in a few weeks, the twenty seventh—that's Friday of Memorial Day. We've already got plans for that, so. It was tough. It was definitely tough to try to plan it, but I definitely wanted to try to, and I'm hoping next year. Uh, it's a little bit easier to plan. I'm looking right now, May 4th. I don't know if they're if they're going to try to stick with the May 4th theming, which is a good would. idea. When you bought the tickets, they were for August, right? Yeah, it was for August, middle, middle yeah. of August or late August. And I think it was timed with some kind of a Star Wars uh, convention, convention or something. Yeah, some kind of celebration or convention or something which I was think going on. the... Which I think is why they're having another one on like the twenty seventh. Yeah. Later this month, because I think that's when Star Wars Celebration is. Yeah. So I don't know what they'll do for next year. I mean, I'm looking at the calendar now. May fourth is a Thursday next year, and that's, that's a little better. Yeah, they seem to do most of their after, you know, late night after dark events. It seems like they do them on Thursdays, maybe Tuesdays. So Thursday will be a lot better. Hopefully, they'll they'll stick to that and try to do that next year. If so, I will definitely be back wearing my bathrobe. You know, I was going to buy a Jedi robe for it, but I, I didn't want people to think I was Friar Tuck walking around. So, 
Who did that? Oh, I gotta lose. Man. I gotta lose a little weight because uh, Jedi's traditionally I'm a little oversized for that. So, you know, I didn't want anyone pointing in the direction of Robin Hood and and uh, like we didn't. Co- we didn't Cody's, know it was Robin Cody, Cody's we laughing it was entirely. <laughs> Cody's laughing entirely too hard. <laughs> <laughs> but it was a valid concern. <laughs> well, especially with like the, the the way your hair is is growing or the the lack of growth. Um, yeah, I can the see lack where, of growth. Oh, this is getting ugly now. <laughs> I, I can see how Friar Duck was a concern. <laughs> oh, ooh, man, that was funny. So yeah, so I gotta I gotta get in shape for the Jedi robes next year. So we'll see how that goes. <laughs> nice, nice. I, I had yeah, that issue with. Uh, sorry, it just made oh, me ahead, think of a few years ago. I think it was before we moved to Logan, Tyler and I, but we went to, we did a few days at Disneyland and while we were in that area, we decided, let's go go to Universal. We haven't been to Universal. So we went over there. We wanted to check out the Harry Potter stuff. And I'm a little Friar Tuck like myself, except the midget (laughs) version of Friar Tuck. And (laughs) Friar Tuck in his teen years. Yeah. Before he hit his growth spurt. Um, and so we were at the Harry Potter area in, in Universal at the Wizarding World. And, you know, Tyler and I got our wands and it's like, yeah, you know, let's let's look at the robes, you know, just for fun. We'll see. We'll see what they're like. And um, they base the robes off of your height because um, they, they're not really meant to be like closed and they just kind of like hang over your shoulders and they kind of remain open. They don't cinch up or anything like that. So it's all based on height and how long the robes are and so they have someone there to help you and you tell them how tall you are and they get the size for you but i'm short so that means proportionally the rest of the robe isn't very big and so i was like well i guess i'm not getting robes because <laughs> if i keep going bigger sizes they're going to be trailing behind me <laughs> hanging on the ground <laughs> oh, it's funny. <laughs> yeah, I did hear somebody complaining on, uh, uh, which shocker uh, on Facebook. Yeah. Um, Someone was complaining. It, well, it was no, not about Star Wars. Not it was shortly after they they released the uh, the dates for uh, Grad Night reunion, the next after dark event, which I think would be a cool one to go to. Uh, having gone to Grad Night, I wish, I wish it would be they would hold it over in Disneyland instead of DCA. Yeah. Uh, but now uh, they're all doing still, grad nights in, in, D, in, in DCA. DCA. Yeah. But if they're doing a grad night reunion, they used to hold them over in Disneyland. So, right. Uh, right. we think, I mean, I think that would be a cool one to go to. Um, but somebody was complaining cause they had already purchased, I guess their trip was, uh, the week where they're, I think they're holding two of them. Mm-hmm. And so they were going to get kicked out of DCA early, but just go over to Disneyland or what, you know, I yeah. don't know. So and and when you buy your tickets in the fine print, it says hours are you know are subject to change yeah, without notice. Change. So so uh, right. I mean, I can understand being frustrated if you don't get to go that lot or you're traveling from not very close to be yeah. there. But like, man, it is what it is. Make the most of it. Yeah, yep. yeah. So so cool. All right, Cody, you went to see a movie yesterday. 
I did go see a movie yesterday. Yeah. Yes. You had, um, you had date night. Date night at the Megaplex. There you go. Not date night at Disneyland, but date night Not at date Megaplex. Night at I probably would have. They need to bring well. back date night at Disneyland. That'd be cool. Yep. Like yeah. they used to back even before I was born. James was a teenager, so he got to go a few times. But <laughs> <laughs> by the way, we talk. James is like ninety-eight. <laughs> <laughs> Feeble uh, old fire tuck. <laughs> So tell us about it, Cody. What'd you go see? Uh, last night was the opening night, uh, Friday, May 6th, of Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. Uh, Lucy and I have been looking forward to that movie, and and we went. And Oh, I was joking about date night because I thought you went with Tyler. No, no. Um, <laughs> Tyler wanted to go with us, um, but... He's had some crazy stuff going on at work uh, the oh, last okay. little bit, so he wasn't able to join us. But uh, so no, it was just me and Lucy, Lucy and I, and I enjoyed it. Uh, Jason was telling me before we started recording that he's seen online uh, some mixed reviews from critics and from audience, uh, just kind of across the board mixed reviews. I personally had only seen good things about it thus far, but I hadn't really gone looking for reviews so just things that have happened to naturally come across have all been pretty positive but i would say if you know if you've been following the the marvel cinematic universe thus far and you've watched everything else you might you might as well keep it going because you're you're in too deep now yep yep um i thoroughly enjoyed it though i thought it was very entertaining um elizabeth olsen and benedict cumberbatch both gave really good performances and so did the rest of the the cast. Um this is this movie was a little different compared to other Marvel movies and and Marvel's been branching out a little bit uh within like the last year or so and kind of using some different formats with their movies. This one though would be like Marvel's horror movie if you will. Um there were yeah, a I lot did see, of horror elements to this movie. I did see something listed. It was in an article that I read that where most uh, like Marvel movies would say superhero, something film, drama, drama. The, this one in the description said horror. Yes. So, um, And I wouldn't say that this movie is it's scary uh, by any means, but there are a few jump scares, which I don't think there's really been jump scares per se in Marvel movies before. Um there are like the weird, eerie, high-pitched noises, music noises that you might find in horror movies um, and some weird like jolty camera angles mixed with those high, high-pitched high music. Um, I mean, there's zombies in this movie, not to spoil anything, but like there's <laughs> zombies, there are souls of the damned. Um, there's some weird stuff in this movie. There's a lot of... Um, I just like horror elements. I'm elements. There's, I don't want to say like references to, uh, satanic elements, but there's, I mean, there's like almost, what's the word I'm looking for? There's just like sacrifices and like weird, like 
drawing somebody's soul out of their body. It's just some interesting stuff. Um, there's also some really cool characters in this movie that depending on how much you're in loop with rumors and things before some of these movies come out, you may have heard about or suspected or maybe some of them you aren't aware of, but so the introduction or inclusion of some of these characters were really cool. And then kind of what happens with them within the movie is really interesting. The movie's only been out for a couple of days at this point, so I'm not really going to go too much further into that to not spoil it for anybody, but don't spoil it. But I would say it was very good. I liked it. Watch it. You probably enjoy it. Yeah, it's kind of it's been for me hard to keep up because I did go through all the Marvel movies and watched it up. I when we, and we talked about it on the podcast up to Endgame. Mm-hmm. Uh, but for me, it's getting hard to keep track because they have some movies coming out in the theaters and they have TV shows yep. on Disney Plus series. And but this is the twenty eighth film in yeah. the Marvel Cinematic Universe, so they've got more films than I think Pixar. So it would take a, quite a while to watch them all again, but. I don't yeah, think I you plan need to watch them it. all again, but no, 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 I'm not going to watch them all again. I'm just saying if you've never watched them. Yeah. The, the longer you go without having really watched them all, the, the more difficult it's going to be if you ever decide to jump in. All right. The last bit of news we uh, are going to talk about, there was a Disney parks blog and I wish they would do more of these. It's just the title was the uh, latest news from Disneyland resort or news from Disneyland Resort. And they talked about a f- uh, one of the things that we had heard rumors about um, was the Paradise Pier Hotel being transformed into, um, I've heard the Toy Story Hotel, uh, kind of like the one that just opened in Tokyo, and a Pixar-themed hotel. Well, they actually announced that it is going to be a Pixar-themed hotel. Uh, they have a couple um, drawings on here of the uh, entryway showing the... Uh, the Pixar lamp sitting on top of the ball in the lobby. Um, it's an artist rendering. Uh, that's really all they announced. They didn't announce any dates um, or anything like that. I did see something. They're building a walkway from the Paradise Pier Hotel over to yep. Disneyland or uh, DCA, actually kind of like <laughs> the one they have with uh, in the Grand, Grand Californian. Um, it is. It's supposed to be like they're reopening it, right? I mean, from everything I've seen, that it was there before. Is that right? Did you guys? I, I don't ever remember it being there. I, as I far don't as remember it either. But Paradise I, Pier it, having its own dedicated entrance to DCA. Yeah. Previously. Yeah, that's what I thought I had read, but maybe. I mean, what was it? 2011, 2010, when we all stayed at the Paradise Pier, and yeah, if we wanted to go into then. DCA directly, we had to go through Grand Californian. Right. I mean, I mean that hotel has been there much longer before, right? When we stayed there all together, but only yeah, ten I think years. That's a new thing. Yeah, I mean it opened yeah. in two thousand one. I think, I don't think DC uh, Pixar. Oh my goodness, I don't think Paradise Pier had ever had its own independent entrance to. Yeah. DCA. Oh, you know what though? What was it? The, what's the website you guys told me about before? Yesterland. Oh yeah. Uh-huh. Says you can enter and exit through a private entrance it's exclusively for Paradise Pier Hotel guests. No way. And there's pictures of it. Yeah. No way. What's the time frame? Um, private entrance exclusively. Blah, 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 blah. 
Because uh, I've never used it. You have to have your room key card or you'll be turned away. When you enter the park, you'll be between Corndog Castle and Souvenir 66. Um, what? The pictures they're showing are of 2000, from 2001. Private Gate, February 11th, 2001. Yeah, there's a picture of it. Paradise Pier Hotel guests only. And there's little turnstiles there. Maybe they had it at the beginning and then it went away. Yeah, I guess so. Because we would have used it in 2010 if we'd have known it was there. If we would have known about it, yeah, for sure. That's weird. Are you, And you're on their page? What Are you on a Paradise Pier link I'm or something? The, or? Well, I just I Googled uh, private entrance for Paradise Pier into DCA, and it took the first link was to yesterland.com. Yeah, I'm, oh, looking, okay. I'm looking at it now. So, yeah, apparently it was there before. Hmm. And then it says the location of the former private entrance is now a passage restricted to cast members. The parking lot were eliminated with the the parking lot and large grass area in the photos from 2001 were eliminated with the construction of the villas, which opened in 2009. So before we got there. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Yeah, this, this picture is credited. February 11th, 2001. Yeah. So they, it was built with the opening of the park. Yep. Disney Paradise Pier Hotel guests only. Yep. Man, so we thought Grand Californian was unique for having that, but they built an entrance for both of those hotels to have their own entrance into DCA. Yep. Interesting. So it's coming back. I don't know if it's going to be in the same location. Right. Uh, but I think it is. I've heard that. And that's, I think that's why I heard about it because they said that it was going to be just reopening the same one that they yeah. had before. So. Wow. Oh, cool. That's, that's cool. Yeah. And that's yeah, even a, even a little bit more unique though, at least according to what I'm reading. Cause they're saying if you don't, if you aren't actually staying at the paradise pier, you won't be able to get in, or at least you weren't back then, at least with the grand California, you can, anyone could walk through there. It makes me wonder if they'll change that. Yeah, maybe so. Maybe hmm. so. Well, all right. So interesting. Yeah. So we had Very we cool. had talked about. Uh, I don't know if we talked about it on the show or if we were just before show we were talking that it'd be cool for the Paradise Pier to you know have a Toy Story theme, but it'd be better if it was a Pixar theme. Uh, yeah. Because then then you could do all kinds of things. I mean, there's tons of Pixar movies, and we had mentioned different floors having different themes like one floor could be a monsters inc themed floor with like the doors painted you know etc like like in the movie um so there'll there'll be more to come on that because they don't give any dates or anything like that yeah Um, i think it would be cool to because i don't know i'd be willing to stay at paradise pier or whatever they're going to rename it to i'd be i'd be interested in staying there again after this renovation but there's nothing really right now that draws me to staying at Paradise Pier. Right. Right. Yeah. You we, know, we've, we've stayed there once. So yeah. And it's, well, yeah. Later in the article it talks about that. We're excited to share that a walkway is currently under construction, which will soon give Disney's Paradise Pier hotel guests a convenient entrance to Disney California adventure park. So that's going to be done prior to them starting to change over the hotel. Uh, guests can look forward to, Hey Disney, a new kind of voice assistant, 
which works alongside Alexa on Amazon Echo devices in the Disneyland Resort hotels. I think we've mentioned that in the past. Yep. Uh, when they were talking about bringing it out, um, but it looks like it's going to be this summer, or which just I, as later this year. Which I think it was supposed to be earlier this year because we were talking about maybe when we went in February that you, Jason, might it might be there by the time you stayed at Grand California in February. Right, and it wasn't. No. So. Right. Uh, yeah, later this summer, if I'll oh, go ahead, James. No, I was just going to agree that it was supposed to be oh, earlier yeah. this year. Yeah. Later this summer, guests of the Disneyland Resort hotels uh, will again have the ability to send select theme park per- purchases back to your hotel, so you don't have to carry them around. Um, and then early entry is coming back for guests staying at the Disneyland Resort hotels to be the first to enter and begin enjoying select theme park attractions. Uh, there's some downtown Disney news, a few, uh, but a few new restaurants are moving in. Um, yeah, I heard they're taking out Catal and what's that one in the middle? Uva. Catal and Uva bar. I heard they're putting a, I don't know if it's going to be one restaurant that's sharing both spaces or both individual, but it sounds like they're going to be Mexican restaurants. Yeah, it says, uh, let's see, Michelin-starred chef Carlos Gaitan, or Gaitan will bring his inclusive version of Mexican cuisine to Paseo and Centrico in the locations currently occupied by Cattell and Uva Bar. So it sounds like it's so, going to be using both the location, location. for Cattell yeah. and Uva. So an outside, like inside. A, an indoor seating area and a large outdoor seating area well, as well. Which Cody had mentioned in previous Cody's corner, we had talked about getting rid of that. <laughs> yeah. So, and then, uh, so this this proves really because we also just recently talked about on that same episode about turning Paradise Pier into a <laughs> so somebody important is listening. They are listening, yeah. and and so to you, uh, mystery person listening, uh, thank you, uh, welcome, and maybe bring us into the fold. We're happy to share Jan- ideas directly. James wants you to get rid of Genie Plus. Yes, get rid of it. Well, <laughs> we all do, but yeah, James can take the credit for the idea. But yeah, we all we all want it gone. Just bring back. There's also food. there's also a uh, Chinese restaurant coming. Uh, Din Din Tai Fung. Hopefully, I said that right. Uh, doesn't <laughs> close, say where it's coming. Enough. It sounded good on my end. I don't know about your end, but yep, it did. Um, yeah, and I've heard really good things about that. I guess there's some existing locations or something, and sounds like whoever yeah. talks about it and knows about it is excited that it's going to be there. So, yep. Uh, it did Ralph not Brennan, say where though. That one did not. We know where the Mexican place is going to go, which is great to have Disney. another Mexican place. Well, yeah, <laughs> in downtown Disney. Thank you, James. It's going to be in downtown You're Disney. Welcome. Some I'm here to some help. place. Someplace between the Disneyland Hotel and the Esplanade. Somewhere yes. in there it's going to be. Because it also so. doesn't give a time frame on, is that going to open up with the rest of the renovations they're doing down on the West End? Right. I or, would assume they would make it coincide. but Or maybe it's going to be after the renovations on the West End. So, um, yeah, but it doesn't give a location of where it's going to be. Uh, I guess Ralph Brennan's Jazz Kitchen is getting some uh, renovations. It's not changing. Um, just, just the outside of facade. it, right? Yeah, they've got an artist concept drawing, and the facade is going to look different. Which I think, I mean, I, it is the more modern 
aesthetic that a lot of places are using these days that, you know, going kind of back to the, the mid century modern look, but I don't think there was like anything the wrong with the way jazz kitchen looks. No. It fits the theming and, and this doesn't look like an authentic new Orleans restaurant. No. Uh, and then there's going to be a Earl of sandwich pop-up location in downtown Disney for a limited time beginning later this year. Because apparently uh, the people will riot if you take away their Earl of sandwich, Earl of sandwich which <laughs> is pretty good. I, I, every time I had it, I enjoyed Earl of sandwich. Um, yep. Are they going to bring it back with the new renovations on the West end? It hasn't been said so as far okay. as I'm aware, there's not been, so I'm, I i do not know if you're going to make an effort to bring, I mean, that's, this is now the second time that location has had to close. Right. You know, right. cause they closed all that stuff down on the West end when they thought they were going to do the hotel down there and everything before all that got canned. And then they had to bring and everything right back. back and then it closed again. Cause they, they're getting rid of the movie theater and the, the recent semi-recent plans that they announced for the West end of downtown Disney and they keep yeah. bringing it back. So I don't know if I, I think if they didn't want to bring it back permanently, why bother bringing it back semi-permanently? Temporarily, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. And then finally on this update, they talk about Mickey's Toontown. They share a photo of the groundbreaking with a bunch of the uh, construction crew with shovels and talking about uh, Mickey's Toontown at Disneyland Park is undergoing a reimagining of its own and will debut with new experiences and more play for guests with a focus on families and young children in early 2023. So, uh, which I think is good because it's supposed to be a place for people of all ages. And I think in recent years, some of the things that have been getting axed are the things for little kids. And so I think that's good. Yeah. So we'll see. That's a year away. So maybe next year when we're there for the the rally, maybe it'll be open. Maybe so. That'll be the theme of the rally. Will be something with Toontown. <laughs> if it's been reopened, <laughs> yeah, I yeah. could see them waiting till March to open it, but but we'll see. Yeah, yeah, me too. So that's all they share in the in the this little Disneyland news update. Like I said, I wish they would do a little more of those style, uh, uh, little updates, but. Did you guys have anything else Disney news related? The Muppets minifigure Legos are out for those interested. James is excited about that. Did you pick some up when you were there? I did. I haven't opened them yet, so I don't know which ones I have, but I need to figure that out. But yes, they're out. I knew we, I think we talked about it a while back, a while back. I know. I I don't know about on the show. Yeah. I don't know about on the show. I know I sent you some pictures. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's you, right. Yeah. Do you got them here with you? Uh, they're in the other room. They're in. The uh, room. I was gonna say you you could open one live on the show. <laughs> <laughs> See what you got. Yep, that'll have to wait, I suppose. All right. Somebody commented right. on that Parks blog, Disney Parks blog article, because there's a section on the bottom where you can leave comments for whatever reason, and so, someone commented. Somebody named Rachel commented. I say keep Catal and Uva. Get rid of Tortilla Joes. What? <laughs> Rachel just became public enemy number one. <laughs> uh, that is um, crazy, right? I did have a piece of news 
um, that we didn't discuss prior to recording that I just wanted to insert in here real quick. And it'll be real quick, even though you may not think so, because it's about the Reedy Creek Improvement District. <laughs> <laughs> but I promise it'll be really quick. Buckle up. All right. <laughs> it's going to be a wild ride. Um, I guess just recently there have been some taxpayers in Florida in some of the recent in some of the nearby counties to where Disney World is located that have sued that they have compl- they have uh, oh I can't talk they've sued uh, the governor um, in Florida federal court um, because of his recent actions to dissolve the Reedy Creek Improvement District in Florida. This I'm reading says that taxpayers from counties that surround Disney World have filed a complaint in a Florida federal court about the issue. Um, in the complaint, they argue that, quote, they and other taxpayers will be burdened with at least $1 billion in Disney's bond debt if the state follows through with its plan to dissolve the Reedy Creek Improvement District. And they they say that it is very obvious and there's a lot of evidence to show that the governor is just doing this out of spite and to punish Disney for speaking out against the um, the... Parental rights bill. Parental rights bill. And <laughs> <laughs> so so that's that's all I'm gonna say about it. That was just a recent development that now there are some some Florida local residents in the nearby affected counties that if this were to be de- dissolved, as the governor has put out there and that bill has been signed, but doesn't take effect until sometime next year june of 2023 yeah i think so now june or july those taxpayers are starting to fight it because of the tax burden that would be placed on local residents if it were to be dissolved so i guess we'll keep following that and let you know what developments are made yep more to come all right yeah, I did. I I did come across that, but I forgot it, or I forgot about it. So, I think that's all we got for news. I think that's it. All right. Well, let's get on to our main topic. Spend a few minutes on our movie that we got to watch. Dun, 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 dun. Uh, if you've been following us for the last two years, maybe. Have we been doing this for two, two and a half years? Yeah, we and we're only on number thirty-two. We we're only got to speed it up. It's taken us more than two years. <laughs> that can't. Be yeah, did, did, no, it's probably no. two years. I think this November. It's been yeah, maybe. it's been like a year and a half. Year and a half. Okay, yep. we got to stop taking breaks. Yeah, and if James yeah, didn't go to Disneyland so often, we could actually record. <laughs> uh, hey, I was ready to record Tuesday night. I'm just saying. <laughs> if it were up to me, if it were up to me, this would be episode 88. 
(laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So if you've been following us, uh, we are going through the entire Disney animated feature film catalog and watching all the films. And then we say a few words on them, give them a rating. And we share some ratings with uh, some of the listeners out there or from the listeners out there. So this week's movie is the lion King. Uh, Like I said, the 32nd uh, Disney animated feature film released uh, in June of 1994, June 15th, 1994. Um, and if you haven't seen it, basically it's about a lion cub named Simba who just can't wait to be king. But with the loss of his dad, uh, Mufasa, his adventures take a new path. He flees accusations, Mufasa. guilt, and the pride land. Meet some new friends along the way that teach him a worry-free philosophy. Uh, Simba grows into adulthood. He discovers that his father's courage and wisdoms are a part of him, and he attempts to reclaim his place as the king of the Pride Lands. Um, I am fairly certain I saw this movie in the theater um, when it came out in 1994. Uh, about five months after this, I would have left for the military. In December of 1994. Um, so I'm fairly certain that I have seen this one in the theater. And I know I watched it a bunch as my, when my kids were little. We had the VHS tape. Um, eventually moved over to DVDs and Blu-rays. But this is one that I did see uh, in the theaters. It's got a, some pretty good cast. It's got original songs written by Elton John. Uh, score by Hans Zimmer. Voices of Matthew Broderick, James Earl Jones, Jeremy Irons, Jonathan Taylor Thomas, just to name a few. Uh, Whoopi Goldberg, Cheech Moran, Jim Cummings. Um, So it's got a pretty good voice cast. Um, What else did I want to say about it before I get your guys' thoughts? Um, That's all really. That's all I have. Okay. As far as quick, quick details. And then uh, if you guys want to share your thoughts about it or I can share what I think about it, um, it grossed quite a bit of money. Yep. Um, what is the total here? $968.5 million at the box office. It cost about $45 million to make. So as far as money-wise, money they made their money back uh, many, 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 many times over. So... Um, what do you guys think of the Lion King? Oh, James, you're muted, my friend. Oh, can uh, you hear me now? There we go. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> your your lips were moving, but nothing was coming out. Yep. Yep. <laughs> it's okay. We've all done it. Sorry about that. I'm playing on two different computers tonight, so I must have pushed the wrong button. <laughs> No, I was just saying I love this movie. I think it's a, a great movie. Um, I really enjoyed it. Um, so yeah, I mean, I it's not very on, long. Just keep saying that. <laughs> yeah, it's not a very long movie. It's only eighty-eight minutes. Right, uh, but so I think just, it's it's got it's great perfect. characters. I think it's got a great story. I mm-hmm. think uh, the music is awesome. Uh, the animation is fantastic. I mean, everything about the, I, I I love this movie. I love this movie. We we might have to do a scale of Zero to 105 for this one for me. <laughs> uh, James, did you see this one in theaters? 
I'm pretty sure I did. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know for sure. When, when did it come out? Jason? June 15th, June, 1994. June 1994. So, yeah, so I was, yeah, you know what? I'm sure that I saw this in the movie, in the theater. And I think Teresa and I had just recently got married. So we, you know, I'm sure we went to see it. Um, and yeah, I, I love the movie. I think it's fantastic. Everything about it I like. So when you hear that. As <laughs> soon as you hear that, you know what movie that is. Of course. Uh, that music. Absolutely. You know you're getting ready to watch The Lion King. I mean, I think Across the Board has some of the best music in a Disney yeah. animated feature film. It just, I mean, every song hits, you know? Yeah. Yep. You know, like some songs, some movies, you get one or two really good songs and some of the others you could take or leave. But this one, it's just every one. Yeah. And the, the, the score and everything also along with that is just really good. Yeah. Um, this one has some emotion to it. It has great comedic relief with Timon and Pumbaa. Yep. And it's it's you t- we're, it's hard to find something bad to say about this movie and i think if you did find something to say bad about this movie is the rest of the world might kill you so <laughs> you mentioned this the music and it did it did win two academy awards for best original score with han zimmer mm-hmm. and best original song with can you feel the love tonight uh the song circle of life and hakuna matata were also nominated but did not win obviously you only one song could win if if you have three songs going up against each other. So, uh, and then can you feel the love tonight? Also won a Grammy award for best male vocal performance. So by sir yeah. Elton John, really good, really good music. Um, did you guys see the live action version of the Lion King? If you did, what'd you think about it? I have not Real, seen it. You have not seen it. Mm. Interesting. I Cody? did see it. I made a point. To go and see it when it came out. Um, I I prefer the the animated version. There was nothing wrong per se with the live action, if you can even call it live action, because it's still all computer generated yeah, imaging. CGI, yeah. Yeah. Um there's not a single human in the movie. So, I mean, at least with jungle book, you could kind of argue it was live action. Cause they did have a real human playing Mowgli, but with this movie, it's all animals and they're all computer generated, but it was, it was essentially just a shot for shot remake of the an- animated. Cause I mean, which, which goes to say like they, they couldn't really improve upon this movie. It was already too good. There, there, there were no additional scenes. They thought about, putting in or changing some storylines or this or that, like where some of the other live action reimaginings, they have like some tweaks to them. This live action Lion King didn't really have any tweaks. There might've been some few, um, like dialogue changes, some, you know, different lines and some conversations, but essentially it was shot for shot one, one for one, the same. And I just think some of the, voice acting and stuff is a little bit better in the animated. And maybe that's just nostalgia and kind of a sense of, uh, classic t- uh, taking over, but I did watch it and it was fine. But if I had the choice between the two, I'm going to watch the animated one every time. Yeah, I agree. 
I agree. Do you guys have a favorite character? Oof. Yeah, I do. Who is it? Who's your favorite character? I would say Timon. Timon? Okay. Timon. Yeah, I'd probably go along with that as well. He was yeah. hilarious. Marsha would say Pumbaa. I remember when I met her, she had a she had a Pumbaa stuffed animal. And it's so. hard to stand downwind from her, so <laughs> Uh, yeah, I don't know. I, oh, I, I, I won't tell her that. <laughs> yeah, you better hope she doesn't listen yeah. to this episode. <laughs> um, see, I don't know if I have a. I like, I don't know. I like them all. I like, I, I like Mufasa because it's James Earl Jones. Mufasa voice. Mufasa. Ooh, say his name uh, again. Mufasa. Yeah. Ooh, chills every time. <laughs> uh, I do like Cheech Moran, so he was he he was good as one of the. Uh, Yep. The hyenas. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I would go Mufasa. Mufasa. Just because of the voice. That's and when you say Mufasa, you got to say Mufasa. Mufasa. You just can't say Mufasa. I saw a shirt this yeah. weekend that I don't think I've seen before that someone was wearing, and it said, I wish this line would Mufasa. <laughs> <laughs> I, I thought it was pretty funny. Simba, <laughs> I am your father. <laughs> Uh, so yeah what about favorite song you guys got a favorite song to me it's the beginning the the intro yeah me too uh which i can't sing to because i don't know the words oh, go for it go for it just no. try the pink pajama no pink pajama bottoms pink pajama pink pajama bottoms right. no it's pink pajamas <laughs> penguins on the bottom Penguins on the bottom. <laughs> what? In tarnation. Listen to it again. It's pink pajamas, penguins on the bottom. <laughs> uh, let, me, let, me, let me give it a try. Here we go. What's on the menu? So there you go. That's my version of it. I think I did pretty good. Oh man, Lion King one and a half. That that movie's great too. I don't know if it. that's an official I don't think it's an official Walt Disney Animation Studio feature film. Nope. I think that might have been direct to video or something like that, but that one's great cuz that's where like Timon comes in. That's like T- Timon and Pumbaa are are watching The Lion King. They're like in a theater watching the original movie and they're like basically providing commentary throughout it and showing you things that were happening in the background of the movie that you didn't actually see. And right. Uh-huh. Yeah. It's not obviously not a di- animated feature film. It was, it was produced by Disney tune studios, okay. uh, which is no longer, um, but they, they, they did a lot of those direct to video sequel remake or, uh, direct to video sequels. Um, yeah. Cause it talks about here. There's, you know, Lion King 2, Simba's Pride, Lion King 1 and a half. Uh, there was a uh, TV series. Was it The Lion Guard? Yeah. Um, so, and then they talk about the remake. Uh, there's stage adaptations of it. I did go see The Lion King when we were stationed in London. Um, I went with what would be Cody's grandma and Cody's great-grandma. Uh, so, my mother-in-law and uh, her mom yet again, uh, I wasn't invited. You weren't invited. <laughs> Just uh, kidding. So, so we did, we did see the, we did see the lion King. Uh, 
on in in London, which was cool. Uh, I don't know if have you guys seen it on stage, Cody no. James James. No, um, I have seen it. I think I saw it in 2019, 2018 or 2019. Might have been 2018. It was only a few months after I moved to Logan. It was that fall? I moved to Logan in late summer, and I think a few months later in the fall, it was playing at the Smith Center in Las Vegas, and uh, I went and saw it. I came back to Vegas and saw it with with my family. Um, and on that note, about two hours ago, I purchased tickets again to see The Lion King, the musical, uh, in Salt Lake. Uh, for our anniversary in October. Nice. Cool. So you get I to will see be it seeing it again because Lucy hasn't seen it on on stage, and I think it's one of the better on stage musicals. I'm probably extremely biased, but. <laughs> uh, yeah. So James, you just got to go see it. They have a Lion King show at Disney World, the Animal Kingdom. Oh, I have seen that. That's incredible. I went to see it this last time, but everyone was saying how, since they're still kind of getting things going from COVID, how toned down it was this time. So, Oh, bummer. Everyone was really disappointed. I wasn't really excited or disappointed. I Mm -hmm. slept the whole time. That's another nice place for a nap in Disney World. For 15, 20 minutes. (laughs) It's fantastic. (laughs) I did see that when I went in 2017 or whenever it was Mm -hmm. and was really impressed by it. Really impressed. Everyone that saw it that had seen it before was very disappointed. It it seemed like it seemed pretty cool. I mean, it was okay. Um, I'm joking a little bit about the sleeping, but not really just joking. a little bit <laughs> no, no, just really. a little bit i didn't sleep the whole way through but i saw a little bit of it but yeah those that saw it that had seen it before were really disappointed saying that they they still have left a lot out of the the show as it was before so let's just say james saw more of the back of his eyelids than he saw of the show <laughs> yes in that yes. show there's kind of like these four seating areas and each mm-hmm. seating area they kind of dedicate towards a particular animal and at like one point during the show they have you make the noise of that animal and so james was in the elephant seating area and he didn't understand when he walked out why he had an award for best animal noises <laughs> um and the rest of his family said that he was <laughs> snoring and <laughs> you know it's funny as you're saying that and describing that i have no recollection of what you're talking about <laughs> So obviously, I I slept more than I thought. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So let's get to our ratings. Yes. Uh, let's do what it. What did we think of this movie? Who wants to go first? Not me. I'll, not you? I'll not go me, first. Not you? All right. I gave this movie – I really like this movie. I've liked – the last two I've gotten 100 – this one has to get a hundred from me too. I can't do any less than a hundred. So back to back to back. That's, that's a three wow. peat for me. That's a three peat for me. And I can pretty much guarantee that that's the last of the hundreds from me. I'm not Did you positive. Just say a three peat. Yeah. Oh, three I've never peat. heard that term before. You haven't. I've never heard of a three peat. Oh, really? Like when you win the championship three times in a row, it's called a three peat. I've never yeah. heard that before. You are yeah. obviously not a Chicago Bulls fan. <laughs> <laughs> From the not. 1990s. <laughs> <laughs> yes, the three peat. When you repeat three times. So 
a hundred for me. I, I love this movie. I, I can't think of anything bad about this movie at all. Um, if the two before it, Beauty and the Beast, Aladdin get a hundred, this one's got to get a hundred too. And like I said, this will probably be the last of my hundred scores, but this one for sure, a hundred. I loved everything about it. All right. Cody? A three-way tie for first. That is impressive. Um, I don't know if I said this earlier, um, and I might need to clarify it for, for some listeners out there that are wondering, but I did not see this movie in theaters. I just thought I might need to mention that. Yeah, you weren't even born yet. <laughs> nope. Still wasn't even thought of yet. No. Um, you were about three years away. Yeah, I was negative three. Um, yeah. <laughs> we're getting close, though. <laughs> we're getting closer. Getting close. Um, what is the what is the first Disney movie that came out after you were born? I'd have to pull up a list. That'd be of a great date. thing for me to be able to know off the top of my head, <laughs> but I have no idea. It'd have to be Hercules, right? When were you born? Ninety seven. Ninety seven. Yeah. July of ninety seven. So I'm not sure when Hercules was released, but it was ninety seven. I'm not sure which month. So if it wasn't Hercules, then it would be Mulan. Hmm. Okay. Well, there we go. Something we could research too. Yep. I hope it's not Hercules because I don't like that movie. <laughs> what? I don't know. It's been a long time since I've watched it. And so I'm going to have to go into it when we watch it for this purpose with an open mind. But um, from what I recall, I don't have any desire to watch Hercules again. So I guess we'll see when we get there. Back back to this movie, The Lion King. I don't know. I, I feel like if I can't say anything bad about it, then don't say anything bad about it at all. Uh, I butchered that one, but I'm going to have to give this one. <laughs> huh? <laughs> hold on. Hold on. Let me see. If you can't say bad about it, then just don't say nothing bad about it. I got to get that on a t-shirt. <laughs> Jason's over here making lots of t-shirts. Um, I don't. I don't want to do this because. Well, what are you about if, to do, Cody? What are you about I feel, to do? I, I don't. You know what, Jason? You go. You go, Jason. Oh shoot! All right. <laughs> well, all right. So I, I great movie. I I gave it a ninety-seven. Ninety-seven. Okay. Ninety-seven. All right, that makes me feel better. Oh, because your because your thing was a little low. I was okay. I. I don't know this. I'll, I'll I'll give it a ninety-eight. Ninety-eight. Okay. Ninety-eight. Well, I'm. I don't know the. I di- I didn't look it up, but I'm guessing this jumps to number one. Yes, this is our combined ranking is number one. With a separation of only three points between all three of us. Yep. Which is the the, the that's not the closest. Peter Pan was one. So. So the last three movies, at least by what I can see, are one, two, and three. Number one, Lion King, two, Beauty and the Beast, three, and Aladdin. For our combined. Number number four would be Little Mermaid, right? 95? Or no? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I guess so, huh? Little Mermaid. And then Pinocchio, fifth, is what I've got. Yeah, because you you put it up there at 100, and James with a 96, and me with a more appropriate 78. So so we were correct and you were wrong. We've already discussed this. <laughs> I'd agree with you, but then we'd all be wrong. <laughs> so I do have a I do have two two ratings from Amber and her husband. Um 
I said, hey, we're recording tonight. Lion King. She said, yes. We all just watched it a few days ago. Trace, her husband, gives it a 100. So he's nice. in there with James. Yep. Uh, it's his favorite Disney movie of all time. And his favorite song is Just Can't Wait to Be King. And my sister gave it an 86. 86. Wow. Yeah. She said the the kids like it, but I can't tell. I can tell it's not their favorite. So, uh, but you know, what is the younger generation? So now, that anyways? brings down her score. What does that have to do with how she feels about it? Oh, I, no, no. She was just saying the kids like oh, okay. it, but okay. she could tell it's not their, their favorite. So I see. Well, at least, at least Trace knows what's going on. <laughs> Good job. Oh, all right. <laughs> I have one rating yeah. also from him. From Brianna. All right. Besides us, I did. I did want to bring up. Besides us, Amber's the only one that has given us a rating for every movie that we've watched. Oh, nice. We're gonna have to do something for. Her. She needs like a yeah, a special T-shirt or something. Yeah, yep. one that says, "If you don't have anything bad to say, don't say <laughs> say anything, anything bad at all." Bad about <laughs> it. <laughs> all right. So you said you had one for Brianna. Yes, she gave it a ninety-five. All right. She's got a she finally of a learned what we were 94, doing. 94. <laughs> 94. So yeah, she's Yep. Like this one a little bit better. Yeah. And Cody, just so you're aware, Hercules came out June twenty seventh of ninety seven. So the, yeah. the first the one first to be released movie. after you were born was Mulan. Yeah, I just I was just I, I had that pulled up on my screen. I was oh. gonna mention it, but James beat me to it. Sorry. So the first movie that came out after I was born was The Mini Adventures of Winnie the Pooh. Oh. Uh, James would have been Robin Hood, right? I guess. Oh. <laughs> Friar Tuck all over again. <laughs> you were Hey, he's got another connection. Because you were born August of 73? Yes. Yeah, it came out November of 73. Okay. So August there you of go. 37? Right. 37. Yeah. So his was Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, came out just four months after he was born in December of 37. (laughs) Uh, Well, all right. Well, if you, uh, if you want to share your rating or your thoughts on the Lion King, you can always uh, email us at talking dis talking Disney podcast at gmail.com. And uh, we'll share them uh, on the show. Or if you don't want us to share them, we'll just enjoy them. Between ourselves. So, Did anybody uh, actually email in saying that they only listen to us because of my random singing? Somebody had to have, right? <laughs> oh, let me check. Hold on. Let me. Uh, that, that'd be funny if somebody did. Yeah. Uh, let me. I didn't see anything when I checked the account. Albert didn't text you and said, I, I love Cody singing. Yeah. I have a feeling Cody might have created a new email account and sent one in himself. <laughs> Well, if he did, he if he did, he he didn't put the email correct because I don't have one. <laughs> Jody Paxton. <laughs> uh, no, I don't have anything. Man, no, no That's comments funny. about my my new song or nothing. No, maybe no. next time. Maybe next time. It might have been too late in the last episode. I mean, our last couple episodes have been like two hours long. So yeah, hey, you're not a real asleep. fan unless you listen all the way through. Hey. Well, it's like it's like it's like getting off at Small World before the drop, or I mean Splash Mountain. Splash Mountain. What? What, what the heck? Did Small World get a renovation? I don't know about. Cody's so upset about not getting an email. He doesn't remember what ride does what. It's it's been a long week. 
I've had COVID uh, in the house and work's uh, been crazy. Yeah, wow. Well, my my you know, brains have been sm- scrambled. If Small World would put a drop in there, that would increase the likability of that ride big time. With no lap bar, though. You yes, don't need no, no lap, lap bars. bar. No, no sissy yeah. lap bar. <laughs> yeah. You know, James, I think a lot of people like that ride. Yeah. Yeah. They do. You know, I mean, I, I don't, love it. I like it. I love it. Uh, but if you were to take out Small World, I mean, there would be a revolt. Oh, certainly. Among Disney fans. I mean, you see it with some some rides that are like, okay, yeah. yeah. But, you know, if they, if they were to remove this uh, Small World, it's a Small World, or say um, the Tiki Room or, uh, you know, Jungle Cruise. I know, don't think people it, it, would it, revolt it, over the Tiki Room. I really they don't. They would. They would, because considering if considering that that was probably one of Walt's favorites, they would revolt. Yes. Yeah, I, I can guarantee it. Start a rumor on Facebook that they're removing the tiki, <laughs> the tiki room and see what happens. <laughs> You'll be doxxed. Your address will be announced to everybody. There'll be people at your house. Yeah. So. Uh, all right, so let's move on. Let's get our last two segments of the night, Cody's Corner and uh, our Disney A to Z random entry. We're actually going to do a uh, Disney A to Z tonight? Yeah, yeah. We, sh- we should have the time. Well, so, let's, let's uh, hurry and get it going before we run out of time go. again. All right, here we go. Cody's Corner, come on, gather round. Cody's Corner, where nobody wears a frown. Cody's Corner. All right. Well, if you've been with us for the last Cody, several weeks, I just got to say that that was fantastic. <laughs> Sorry, I had to throw that out there. Oh, appreciate that, James. Thank you very much. You're welcome. Yeah, I tried so I hard. I'm going to turn that into a sound boy and play it right after I play the Cody's Quarter song every time. <laughs> I tried so tears. hard. To, I was laughing throughout the entire intro. I tried so hard to pull it together right when it ended to just come into it and forget everything that happened for the last minute. And then here comes James. <laughs> okay. All right. Do we have to do just, it again now? No. No. You got to play them both. Those are fantastic. Just keep them all in there. Don't even edit it out. Cody, let's get going. Cody's Corner. (laughs) (laughs) All right. All right. Well, if you've been with us for the last several weeks here in Cody's Corner, we've been going through the Disneyland Resort land by land and talking about what the three of us might like to see gone or removed or changed or what have you. And so last week we finally crossed over into Disney California adventure. And we started with the front of the park, Buena Vista street. And then we hooked her right and went into the grizzly peak and grizzly peak airfield areas. So this week, keeping with that same theme, we're going to come up and then we're going to, 
again, kind of hook a right, and we're going to go into Paradise Gardens Park, which is what that area is called, and Paradise, or excuse me, well, Pixar Pier. So we have Paradise Gardens Park and Pixar Pier. So it's kind of in front of the pier and at the back of the pier, but in front of the water and behind the water, however you want to look at it. Where's the dividing line? Where does one start and the other? Where does where does one stop and the other begin? So I think I would, silly symphony swings. Okay. Yep, I would I think, say silly symphony yeah. swings would be the the cutoff for Paradise Gardens Park. Once you cross, what? Oh no, no, I was gonna mm. go ahead. What, yeah. So yeah, once if, you kind of coming, if you're coming through, coming walking the same direction we've been going past Ariel. Go by Pizza Pasta Boardwalk and Silly Symphony. Once you get past Silly Symphony and you go underneath the um, Incredicoaster, Incredicoaster little entrance there, that is where we will call the beginning of Pixar Pier, and then Pixar Pier will go all the way through, basically where the the signage is for Pixar Pier as you're coming over the bridge. Yep. So it's kind of that whole circle around the pier. That is how I understand it. Okay. Well, Jason, do you want to start us off? Yeah, I will start us off. So we're going to start off in Paradise Gardens Park. So something I would get rid of. Um, So as we're walking along, Little Mermaid can stay. I like like Little Mermaid. Golden Zephyr, I'm not a big, huge fan of rides that just go in a circle. Um, so I'm going to say, man, I, I like that area. I like Goofy Sky School. Um, I am not a fan of Silly Symphony Swings. Really? For the fact that I don't, I don't like things that go around in a circle. I've been on Golden Zephyr. I, it doesn't go that fast that I can't enjoy it, but I've never been on Silly Symphony Swings. I don't like those type of rides. Um, my family would kill me if I got rid of it because they all like, well, the, all the girls like it. Um, what silly symphony, silly symphony. Yeah. Um, I do like the updated version, uh, rather than the old, uh, what was it called? The stinger when it was the orange stinger, the orange stinger. Yeah. I do like the silly symphony swing part of it uh, as far as, you know, uh, you know, reference the you know the old silly symphonies, but I think I'm gonna get rid of the silly symphony swings. Okay. Um, I did like how back in the day, though, the way the pier in general looked. I know we're talking about Paradise Gardens Park, but right, I liked the way that orange looked. That giant orange just kind of sitting there on the water. That was really cool to look at. Right. That was yeah. a cool look. Yep. Yeah. So yeah, I'll, I'll go. I'll go silly symphony swings, and then take the backlash from my family. So okay, James, <laughs> what what are your thoughts for pa- Paradise Garden Gardens Park? You know, for me, it's a toss up between the swings and the what is it, the Golden Zephyr or the Silver Zelf- Zephyr or whatever. Mm-hmm. Golden yeah, Golden Zephyr. Um, <clears throat> the Golden Zephyr that are silver. Yes. Yeah. That's Don't they have gold confused. accenting? But they are primarily silver, yeah. Silver, yes. yeah. That's why I was confused. But you know what? I, I, for me, I don't really like the swings. 
just because I don't care for them. I don't like swinging around just held on by those chains. I'm always looking at it, expecting one of them to break and me just be like, you know, falling down. And so you can do away with the swings. I would not be disappointed at all. All right. Okay. Cody. Yeah. Let's say Cody. Two out of three for the swings. I have been on one of those swinging rides at a state fair that was like four or five times taller than Silly Symphony. Kind of sketchy. That it's a little sketchy when you start getting up that high. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Especially when it was just a state fair and they put that thing up in a day and it took yeah. Disney probably five months to install that ride. You're like, hurry, get on before the inspectors show up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's why they're always moving because it takes time for the inspector to get out there. Yeah. All right. Um, <clears throat> yeah. Little Mermaid is fine. Um, I don't feel that it needs to be get gotten rid of. It's not my favorite attraction, but it's fun to go on. It typically has a short, short wait. Um, Goofy Sky School, I like. Um, I'm fine with that little restaurant corner that's back in there. The Jumping Jellyfish is something nice for, for little kids. That was one of my favorite rides as a little, little kid. I... I love taking my daughter, Brianna, on that ride because she would scream <laughs> going up and down that thing. It was I, – I love that ride just for that particular reason. I haven't been on it in a while because none of my kids are yeah. small that they want to go on it anymore. So. Yeah. Yep. I think I might get laughed on if I tried to go on it now <laughs> without <laughs> kids. But, well, next time we all go, you and James could go on it and you could scream yeah. like a little girl. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm small enough that they would – compared to James, that they'd think I was his kid. Um, so all that being said, I like the silly symphony swings. I usually try to go on it when I'm there. If we have the time, um, I remember the first adult trip that I went on as an adult myself without other adults that were older than me, like parental figures or aunts and uncles, you guys basically in the family, I went with Tyler and a friend of Tyler's. And we started in DCA that day. And the first ride we went on was Silly Symphony Swings. And I took a little video, put put it up on my Facebook. And I think James commented like two minutes later. And James is always like one of the first person to like my stuff. He must have notifications turned on for me or something because he is (laughs) on it. But James says, really? That's your first ride of the day? Like out of all of them, you went on Silly Symphony Swings first and... We sure did. <laughs> so, so all of that being said, I'm going to get rid of the Golden Zephyr. It's not a fun attraction. Right. I mean, the, there's a little bit more thrill involved with Silly Symphony Swings because it's it's faster, or maybe it's not any faster, but maybe it feels like it because you're a little bit more independent. Exposed. Yeah, exposed, independent kind of swinging apparatus you're not just in a this giant metal rocket with like 10 other people but there's just nothing exciting about that ride and there's usually nobody in line for it other than a handful of people and if you do see a line for it that means there are are a lot of things closed or it's a (laughs) really busy day yeah 
So, yep, that's my vote. I'm getting rid of the Golden Zephyr. And and really, I don't know what else you could place there. So I guess you're just getting rid of something entirely because... Yeah. You take out the Golden Zephyr, you put in some sand, and you make it a beachy kind of picnic area. Hey, well, there you go. Add in a couple of alligators, it'll be like Disney World. Where you can go over to the Paradise Garden Grill or the Boardwalk Peace and Pasta, get you some food, and walk over and sit on the beach. Hey, that'd be nice. Get sand in your food. There you go. Yeah, all the seagulls will be harassing you. Be perfect. And then, and then that creates an extra viewing area for World of Color at night. Hey, there you go. A VIP. I don't, I don't know. I kind of had a weird viewing angle, angle there, yeah. but yeah. But hey, you know, it is what it is. Yep. More, more, more. Another place to cram more bodies. There you go. All right, let's go into uh, Pixar, Pixar Pier. Pier. Who wants to go first, James? You want to go first since I went first last time? Sure, I'll go first. All right. Okay, so now we're just past the swings, right? We've crossed. Yep. Underneath the California Screaming or the Incredicoaster, uh, whichever uh, one you want to call it. And yep. so now there's the emotional whirlwind thing to your right, yes. which I still haven't ridden. Neither um, have I. Yeah. I haven't ridden it when it's been the whirlwind. Yeah, yeah same here. Uh, I'm yeah. really bummed that they took out the Malaboomer there. I thought that was a great ride, but, you know, that's for another segment. Um, you know, what I would take out in the... The only thing that I can think of taking out, and this probably, I mean, I don't know, the Ferris wheel. Now, I hate saying the Ferris wheel because it's so iconic for that area as far as this huge wheel with the big Mickey Mouse on the side of it. Um, I, I, love, I love the way that it looks there. I just, the ride does nothing for me. I don't, I don't care for that ride. I don't like that ride. For some reason, whenever I'm riding that ride, I'm thinking, okay, I'm stuck in this Ferris wheel. I'm a hundred feet up and there's probably going to be an earthquake right now. And I'm going to die on this thing. That's just what is always going through my head. Really? Wow. (laughs) I just don't care for that ride. So even the stationary gondolas, even the stationary. Yeah. Yeah. It's good. It's going to detach and roll right into the lagoon of world of color. Yeah. If, 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 if anything, the stationary one is even a little bit worse for me because at least the ones that are, are going back and forth give you something to think about and, you know, something to do yeah, while you're Yeah, that going, one gives so. you a lot more time to think about your death because you're actually <laughs> – that that needs a lot more, let me tell you. <laughs> like so, there is nothing uh, to hold on to in there and you are like at a 45-degree angle sometimes. Yeah, no <laughs> – so I don't know. I hate to get rid of that because of the the imagery of it there, uh, but I could do without that ride. So it can just become non-operational. There you go. You just wall it off, and it can just stay there for uh, the yep. aesthetic sure. and for people to take pictures of. Nope. Yep. I just I don't like yeah. Ferris wheels in general. They're just I'm right. I'm right there goofy. with you. They're goofy to me. I just don't yeah. like them. All right, so I was gonna say the Ferris wheel, but I don't want to have two people say it. And I like just like James, I do think as far as the aesthetics, it, it needs to say. So I'm gonna get rid of Inside Out Emotional Whirlwind. Um, never been on it. Uh, I think every time we walked by it, we were there last time. It was broken down. Maybe I don't. I don't even remember people in line. So um, Inside Out, you got to go. There you go. Yeah. Wow. Because obviously, I'm not. I'm not getting rid of it. Credit coaster, you know. No. Uh, so, 
Okay. All right, Cody. All right. And if anyone tries to get rid of those parfaits at the Abominable Snowman Treat place, I'm going to punch them in the throat. Because <laughs> those are amazing. You've had one? Yes, I've had several now. Oh, all right. Thanks to you and Tyler. They Tyler are amazing. was the first one that told me about them. They are great. They are good. Okay. My pick for Pixar Pier. Um, I'm saying this for the theming, not for the ride type or mechanism or mechanic. Ride, ride type. We'll say ride type. I'm saying this because of the way it's themed, not for the type of ride it is. I'm going to say Incredicoaster. What? Needs to go. What? Man, they did that attraction a serious disservice when they changed it from California Scream into Incredicoaster. Okay. There's more screaming on it now because everyone's yelling, Jack, 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 somebody get Jack, Jack. Oh, cookie, num, num, Jack, Jack. It's, ugh. Hey, you don't need to make fun of me, Cody. Come on. It's, it's, I don't like them. It's annoying. They're just screaming in your ear the whole time. You get more of that crap than you do. Like, I even think it would be fine if you just had like the incredible music, little, little yeah. Incredibles theme playing the whole time. I don't need all the commentary. I will admit last time we went on it and we went on the, 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 the really big drop. I did yell cookie num num. So <laughs> might've been me you're mad at <laughs> Those cookies are so good, though. Well, the cookies are great, but <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I didn't need a they, story they, for that. They truly are num num. They they are. They those cookies are amazing. So you would just want to change it back to the old theming, it, preferably yes. But I mean, you could. I'm fine with the. I just don't like all the commentary. You, you could take all that out and maybe take out the figurines from the ride. The actual characters that are posted around the attraction. You can skin it for the Incredibles. You can call it the Incredicoaster. You can just, I just li- let me listen to the Incredibles music. Like with California screaming, it was just the music. Yeah, I'd be totally fine with that. I just hate this little narrative. We're trying to chase down Jack, Jack and he keeps blipping all over the place. It's, it's okay. too much for me. Well, now that you've explained it, I agree with your assessment. Yeah. So, all right. So maybe I'll say the commentary on Incredicoaster needs to go. There you go. Sounds okay. good. So all that's right. both areas. Well, that was Cody's corner. Woohoo! Woohoo! So what do we have left? Uh, well, Pacific Wharf. Pacific Wharf. Cars Land. Cars Land. Uh, yeah, Avengers Campus. Avengers Campus. And Hollywoodland. And Hollywoodland. Hollywood All right. So we got two more trips. Yep. Or two more Cody's Corners. No, one, two. Yeah, two more. Two more, and then on to something new. On to something yep. new. All right. Well, it looks like we're going to have time to uh, do a quick Disney A to Z random entry. Wow, let's do it. All right. Do we even know whose turn it is? Uh, yeah, it is your turn, James. Woo-hoo! Yeah. Let's get ready so... to spin that wheel. All right. Well, let's uh, 
Let's listen to Cody first. Hold on. Okay. This is the Disney A to Z random entry. Yeah. You want to hear Cody again? Yes. All right. This is the Disney A to Z random entry. Yeah. Thank you, Cody. You're welcome, Jason. If you want to hear Cody singing more, uh, just send us an email at talkingdisneypodcast at gmail.com if you appreciate his singing voice. Uh, so basically, our Disney A to Z random entry segments based off the book, Disney A to Z, the official encyclopedia by Dave Smith, who was the founder of the Walt Disney Archives. Um, if you're curious about anything Walt Disney, uh, this encyclopedia has everything, significant achievement, short biographies, historic dates, comprehensive lists, and tons of trivia. The fifth edition, which we are using, has about 8,000 different entries. Um, it is now, I don't think they actually print any more physical books, but if you go to D, the D23 website, you can find Disney A to Z on there. Uh, so for a random entry, we're going to spin a wheel. It gives us a page number. Then one of my co-hosts today, it is James's turn. We'll the number based off how many entries are on that page, and we will share that entry. So here we go. Spin it. Right. It looks like it landed on page 251. Why is it spinning again? It's going again. It is crazy. It's so it's so rusty. It didn't know to stop. It's rusty. It didn't know what to do. So, all right, we're going to cut that part out and we're going to spin it again. So, let's spin the wheel. All right, it looks like it landed on page 251. Oh. Let me grab my book here, open it up. Page 251. All right, and on 251, it looks like there are one, two, three, four, five, six, seven entries on page 251. Okay, so one through seven. One Let's through seven. Let's go with number five. Five. So one, two, three, four, five. All right. Number five is the Enchanted Tales with Belle, an attraction in Fantasyland in the Magic Kingdom at Walt Disney World. Opened on December 6, 2012. Guests are magically transported from Maurice's cottage to the Beast's Library for a delightful storytelling experience. They meet with Belle, Madame Wardrobe, and Lumiere, and may even play a part in the story. Have you been to that, James? I have not, no. I'm pretty sure I know where Cody? it's at, but I, do, no. I have not been there. That was, for reference, that's right across from where the guy was throwing up when I was there. <laughs> <laughs> so if you listened to last episode, you know the story about the guy throwing up. It's funny that uh, if you would have picked number six, uh-huh. I would have got to tell a quick story about... The Enchanted Tiki Room. Oh, well, I almost chose number six. So tell us the story. Did you? Tell us. Well, it's story. kind of long, but uh, let's see. It's an Avengerland attraction that opened in Disneyland on June 23rd, 1963. The first attraction to feature sophisticated audio animatronic figures. The term audio animatronics has been utilized earlier in describing the movable figures populating nature's wonderland. But the process was greatly changed, enabling press releases to call the Enchanted Tiki Room the first to use audio animat- 
animatronics technology. The four parrot hosts of the show are named Fritz, Michael, Pierre, and Jose. They introduce a lively 17-minute musical presentation by more than 200 birds, flowers, and tikis. The audience is invited to join in with Let's All Sing Like the Birdies Sing. It had originally been planned to have the tiki room as a restaurant, but that would have greatly limited capacity. And if it was a restaurant with real birds, they would have pooped on the food, which <laughs> if, if you've listened to uh, Rolly Crump give any talks about the Tiki Room, he tells that story. So uh, sponsored by United Airlines uh, in 64 to 73 and from January 76 on by Dole Pineapple. It op- also opened in Adventureland in Tokyo Disneyland in 1983. The similar attraction in the Magic Kingdom at Walt Disney World was known as Tropical Serenade located in the S- Sunshine Pavilion. Um, the Florida attraction show was extensively renovated, reopening in spring of 98 as the enchanted Tiki room under new management, starring Iago from Aladdin and Zazu from the Lion King. Um, yeah, that's really it. Cool. So you almost got to, you almost got to, well, you did get to Tiki room. Yeah. All right. So that is your Disney random A to C entry for episode number 87. Check. We got one done finally. We didn't <laughs> run out of time. Yes. All right. So, all right. Do you guys uh, got anything else before we get out of here tonight? I think I'm good. I think that's it. All right. Well, let me let me uh, share our social media real quick, and I'll check back with you one more time. If you want to um, like us on Facebook, you can go to at Talking Disney Podcast. Follow us on Twitter at Talking Disney. Follow us on Instagram at Talking Disney Podcast. Email us, TalkingDisneyPodcast at gmail.com. Visit our website at www.TalkingDisneyPodcast.com where the show will be loaded prior to making its way out to all the various streaming services. So there we go. There we go. Now, any last minute alibis before we get out of here? Nope, I'm good. Get some, get some rest and then enjoy Mother's Day tomorrow? Yes. So if you're... Listening to this Monday, I hope you had a good Mother's Day. Yes. Um, and uh, we appreciate you listening to us, checking us out, taking the time out of your day. I know we say it every week uh, or every episode, but we really do. Yes. Um, we have fun, especially this episode. Cody <laughs> Cody looked like he was going to fall out of his chair at one point. Uh, uh, you know, that fire duck thing was funny. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, uh, let's, uh, let's call it an episode. Uh, I did want to mention one quick thing. Next episode, we're going to be watching and talking about Pocahontas, the 33rd Disney animated feature film. And if I remember correctly, James said he doesn't remember seeing Pocahontas. I so do not remember seeing this movie. I don't think I've seen so it. It'll be, it'll be your first time. <clears throat> yep. So, Cody, have you seen it? I have seen it. You have seen it. Okay. Yes. All right. And I, if I had to guess, there's going to be a warning at the beginning of this movie. <laughs> it, it was probably. wrong then and <laughs> it's wrong, wrong now. now. <laughs> all right. Well, that's all we got. Uh, you guys want anything else? Uh, we will uh, get out of here and we'll uh, talk to you later. See, Bye. Bye. See you real soon. Yeah, folks, and me and my pals hope you had a swell time. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Mickey? Uh-huh? It's that time. Uh, what time is that, Minnie? Oh, 
Oh. Now it's time to say good night to all our company. M-I-C See you real soon It's always Mickey Mouse K-E-Y Why? Because we like you! Yeah.